we're back, and we're back. And I got a big fat sack on my back. <coughs> Coming down the chimney to give you a snack. Or I'll have a snack and I'll give you some toys. That'll go all my way. Back up the chute on my reindeer flying through the sky tonight. It's Christmas, it's Christmas tonight. You know, I heard that you used to write songs. I did. Can you tell? <laughs> no. <laughs> It's the SMIC Super Show! And now, the hap-hap-happiest pair of jingle balls since Bing Crosby tap-danced with Danny K, Cole Roberts, and Mike Anderson! Welcome everyone to another episode of the SMIC Super Show. Show. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And ho, 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 Merry Christmas, everybody. It is our final Christmas episode of the Christmas season. Yeah, two two episodes this month. Two episodes. We did it, man. That's we a Christmas gift. That's a Christmas That's miracle. That's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am so glad we're getting to record again, especially this close to the holiday. Um, but yeah, the last episode was a blast, so... If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. I think it's one of our funnest. Talk about toys and Christmas gifts. It was it was great. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, how, how are you doing, Mike? I'm, I'm, I totally ignored the fact that I should ask you that. No, I'm I'm doing great. I I wanted to bring up. I I like your new setup. Um, it's the exact opposite of. <laughs> it kind of tripped me up at first when I oh, saw it. I was man. like, "What is? Yeah, different? you see my door this time. I do, and there is something hanging from your door that, from my perspective, looks very much like a face, and it is scaring me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's my backpack. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I kind of. It kind of looks like the new scream mask from. Oh I'm yeah. With like it's a, my backpack, yeah. and then there's a lanyard hanging yeah. off of it from the conference I went to. Yeah, I um, I like it. It's, it's thanks. Cool. I, Here, I like your setup. Thank you. Here's a funny story, Mike. Okay, here's a funny story. I, and it's not really that funny. Nobody's gonna be like chuckling or even <laughs> smirking a bit. But I have been dying to rearrange my office mm-hmm. um, because it's it's a weird thing I do. Like, oh, I do it too. I'm in that and it, mode right now too. Yeah, it just, I don't know what it is. I mean, it it's maybe just, you know, you spend eight hours or more a day in it and you're just kind of like, I need to switch something up. I think it's but, like you you have to feel like you have some sort of control over your life. Yes. And this is the thing that you can, you can. Yeah, this is the thing over. I get to choose to do. Not my client, but myself. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it, it, yeah, I, I have, I. My, our, my office is way smaller than it was at the old house, but it's kind of, it's okay. I mean, a, a lot of trade-offs to make it work, and I'm okay with it, and it's a lot easier to clean. But it's my office and my music room, so I have two different things going on here. On one side of the room, and I make it sound like it's like all the way over there. It's not. <laughs> I'm. It's. It's. It. This is a slightly larger than a guest room mm-hmm. i would say just by like maybe by a foot uh but on one side is my music setup got the stereo and uh it, and the tv over there 
the side that you see is what I'm on. This is the office side, and this is where all my books and toys and, you know, art supplies and all that is. Mm -hmm. And it's so it's so specifically set up and designed that there's not a lot I can really do to switch it up. But (laughs) by God, I was going to (laughs) try. And so you had mentioned this a few a few maybe it was the last podcast uh, about a seasonal depression of sorts yeah <laughs> i get that way too and I- i'll talk a bit more about that here in a minute of what i'm trying to do but i realize i'm like i'm in the corner of my office where there's no window and i'm like i had saw this youtube video of this guy uh explaining about um how to enhance your morale a bit and he was basically this it was a story about a guy who was really ill and he had to go to the hospital and um, for like months and he got better. So good, good news. But um, what happened was he was in a room that didn't have a window and it was really depressing. And then he got moved into a room that did have a window and all of a sudden he just felt like he got better so much quicker. And so he was like, I have this idea. I'm going to do this experiment. And so I don't know how they did this experiment. It's kind of cruel, but apparently there were some patients in a room with no window and then there was patients in a room that had a window but he kind of like it was kind of like a glorified window it was like he kind of like designed it and had like nice things to look at you know purposefully and it seemed like those patients were getting better quicker because they were more mm-hmm. they were happier mm-hmm. i was like i wonder if that's my case like i'm i'm kind of having this slog during the day where i'm like i'm not motivated i don't want to work anymore mm-hmm. and i know i'm i'm burnt out like running a business is no joke it is exhausting and but i was like maybe i need to move my desk to the side of the room that has the window <laughs> <laughs> and i thought mike foolishly enough i thought oh maybe i'll do something different with like my records and i'll maybe i'll do something different with like the shelves and so sunday morning my daughter was sick we decided we weren't going to go to church and we were going to stay home and i was like you know what i'm going to take this opportunity to rearrange my office because it was it's still on my list of end of year goals and it was such a mistake i mean (laughs) it kind of kind of a mistake it always is until you're done yeah so i didn't i thought i was going to accomplish way more than literally just flip-flopping because like behind me is still the same thing i still have like my my chest that i built that has all the drawers with art supplies and my printer set up i still have my records behind me the shelves are still in place on the wall it's almost as if like and it really is all i did was to put my desk trade places with my desk and then the printer side mm-hmm and um but to do that i had to take everything down so i offloaded like 300 and something records to the hallway because you can't you cannot move this ikea shelf with these records on it it weighs thousands of pounds it's Mm -hmm. insane records are very heavy um so i had to move all those off the shelf i had to take my computer down everything off the desk and you know, my desk was made of solid wood because I built it. It's heavy as hell. <laughs> like it was, I had to take all the stuff out of the cabinet behind me. It's got a lot of crap in there. And it took me from 9 a.m. on Sunday until midnight to get everything. Ooh. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And here's the thing I did, too, that was, I, I will say, I took a break to watch football. So there's mm-hmm. about a three-hour break I took. But I never painted the trim in the office. Like, mm-hmm. I painted the walls, but I got lazy and I didn't paint the trim. So I was like, I'm going to paint the trim. I've got everything moved off the wall anyway. So I did paint, trim, all that good stuff. But I, 
All I have to say is, you walk in here, it, it's just like <laughs> I, I kind of, like, it. It, yeah, I just flipped it. It's like, it was like I hit a button in Procreate or Photoshop where it was like, reflect. <laughs> and that's all that happened. But, like, yeah. it was exhausting. And it took literally an entire day. <laughs> but I have a window now, and I can see yeah. birds, and I can see dead trees, and it's it's pretty nice. You can see where you're going to jump from, essentially. I know, right? <laughs> the next email I get that just burns me up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did the exact same thing. Um, I won't go into all the detail, but I had like my desk in like the middle of the room. Uh, and I have this really nice window over here. I'm like, you know, I I would like to be able to see sunshine and birds singing and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I did. I pushed mine up <laughs> under the window and I've got grand glorious plans to redo my office. But it's kind of like this thing where I'm going to redo my office in conjunction with redoing the boys room. Because mm. I'm going to also redo Heather's office and it's like all things kind of need to be happening at the same time for me to yeah. have places to put things. And so I just haven't gotten to that yet because I know it's going to be absolute chaos uh, Yeah, dude. when I start that. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things where it was like it was kind of like, like I said, my daughter was sick. We were laying low. And when she's sick, she's very easy maintenance. Like she just watches TV and sleeps. So I'm like, OK, I can actually get something done. Yeah, um, I don't have to like be like. Not that we just like spend our time entertaining her, but I mean, like we do try to engage with her where it was like, yeah, you want to play, you want to color. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. For here, sure. here, let's just a little sign. Let's talk about parenting real quick. Sure. Um, my parents did not play with me. That explains so much. I know, right? <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, to be fair, my, my, they were good parents. Love my parents. They raised me well. Um, but my mom and dad both worked. And my mom was also the caretaker of the house. So it's like on, you know, once we, like, I think she spent more time kind of entertaining and playing with us when we were like, kids like little kids but once we started going to school you know it was like okay well you go to school you come home you need to keep yourself entertained because i gotta do the laundry i gotta cook the meals and my dad he worked a second job Mm -hmm. so when he got off work you know they were both teachers they got off the same time when he got off work he had to go to the shop and you know put in another four or five hours yeah so there was you know tv video games i mean thank god for Nickelodeon. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I was I watched um, a reel of Nickelodeon bumpers yesterday just for fun because I had one particular in my head. And I was just thinking like, wow, I remember all of these. It's almost like this channel raised me in a way. And again, mm-hmm. I'm it's no slouch at my parents. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Right. But it was <clears throat> that thing where I'm like, I was raised by TV, you know, for a good portion yeah. So like with Lydia, I really try to like play with her. Like you want to play with your Barbies? Cool. So I'm over there. I'm combing Barbie hair and I'm getting them dressed. And <laughs> it's hilarious because like we both have no sense of fashion. So like they wear the craziest <laughs> clothes. <laughs> you have no eye for fashion. I have no eye for fashion. All right. Come on. <laughs> um. Or we'll color, we'll play with, you know, Play-Doh, things like that. Like, I really do try to set aside on the weekend some playtime where I'm not Mm -hmm. just, like, wrapped up in work or on my phone or watching TV. But I also try to not be available all the time because she's an only child. She really does have to learn 
yeah. how to entertain herself. That's kind of the gist. Yeah. Um, but all that to say is I didn't do any of that on Sunday because she was feeling sick and she just <laughs> wanted to watch DuckTales, which is fine. So yeah. I did the office thing. It's so funny that you bring that up because I was literally thinking about that this morning and last night where I was like, I feel like uh, my kids are so dependent on me that if I just ceased to exist, I don't know what would happen to them. Like every action in their life, I feel like I'm involved in and not in like a helicopter parent way, but in like, I I can't go to the bathroom without one of them, you know, banging on the door like, daddy, where are you? Daddy, where are you? And I'm (laughs) like, can I, I don't remember doing that with my parents. I, I, and like, I, I was dropping them off in the car line today and I was driving off and I saw this mom, uh, like she was in the drop-off line. She had to get out of the car and like fix something in the back with one of her kids and get back in the car. And as she was getting back in, she was like shaking her head like, oh, I can't believe I'm I'm having to do this. I was like, sister, I feel you. And I was just like, <laughs> do we do, do do we just coddle children too much this day and age? Do we are we too like involved with them? Because I do like spending time with my kids and playing with them yeah. and being engaged with them. But it's like, and I know that my parents were engaged with me, but it must have been in a completely different way, like coaching baseball and, you know, helping us with homework and stuff like that. Because I don't know. I feel like anytime I try and do anything for myself, I pull out the iPad downstairs and try and draw. One of them is like coming up to me and like taking the iPad away from me or like, can I use your iPad? Or like, can you come do this with me? And I'm just like. I have a life, children. I, know. <laughs> I had a life before you. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I told you this the other day. Of course, I I have one kid. I, I cannot talk on what it's like to have more than one kid, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um But I it, it's funny too, cause she's you know, she's a she, she's a girl. And it's just like she's so sweet and so convincing. It's like yeah. you really can't <laughs> say no to her. Like she's Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and she's 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 sensitive. I mean, that's just kind of the gist of it. Like, um she she feels very deeply if <laughs> if you if like you can't like you can joke with her a bit, but if it's slightly like teasing, she she's like do you really mean that? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, it's a joke. But, you know, I'm yeah. trying to toughen her up a bit, but, you yeah. know, she's just, she's so dang sweet. I mean, it's just, you you really, so it's hard to say no. It's hard to not want to engage. And, you know, she she's my little princess and I kind of treat her that way. But yeah. I, we, we also are like, hey, you know, stop interrupting. We're talking right now. This is not your mm-hmm. time. Go play. Mm-hmm. You know, and she'll mm-hmm. get a little myth, but she'll figure it out. She'll go play. Yeah. Or, you know, it's like, hey, you need to pick up your toys, you know, and she'll get a myth about it, then she'll figure it out. You know, so we're yep. we're really like we're I don't I know parents who are the complete opposite who will literally just do every ever loving thing for that kid you know Mm -hmm. and they don't know how to not interject and they don't know how to not be annoying so i feel like we're probably got a really well-balanced child but i will say we do give her more than what i feel like you know at least my parents gave me now my wife was an only child Mm -hmm. but she was adopted too so her parents were a little bit older Mm -hmm. um so i don't know how much they engaged with her but she did have to learn how to play by herself a lot because of that's the nature of being an only kid. Yeah. So, you know, she's able to kind of pass down some of that wisdom as well of what to Lydia, what, how to entertain herself. But like, dude, 
I mean, bedtime is the only time where it's my time. And it's like, by that time, I'm just so freaking tired. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, I, I, I told you, you know, being into records like I am, my favorite thing, I love listening to music at night. But I do fall asleep a lot. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to stay awake. And it's not because it's boring, but it's like, this is the one time I've stopped moving and my body's like, oh, <laughs> there it is. Let's get it. Let's get that yeah. energy going. Let's let's sleep. <laughs> um, but I would love more than anything to just come up here in the afternoon with a cup of coffee Yep. because I love drinking coffee and listening to music. There's just something about it that's just so rewarding and cozy and fun. Mm-hmm. But that ain't going to happen you know what I mean? Like until, yeah. and I and, it, and I say this because there will be a time when the kids don't want to have anything to do with us. Yeah, you know they're gonna be perfectly fine hanging out in the room by themselves. They're like you could go take all the poops and peas you want, and they're not gonna look for you or bang on the door. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm, I know like this will come to an end someday. So just, just enjoy it now and then try to implement as much independent <laughs> you know <laughs> lessons as i can along the way to where you know like you were saying like they're just not totally reliant on you for everything so yeah my kid my kids my older kids have gotten very good um about uh entertaining themselves it's just i think we, sure st- have. we still have you know a one-year-old that's very dependent on us so yeah. it's like well you know that not his fault. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like once once we kind of got out of it with the other kids, then then we, you know, had another one. And, uh... He'll he'll get to their stage a lot quicker, though, which. Oh, absolutely. Because my little I'm I'm one of three. My little brother, we're eight years apart. Mm-hmm. I feel like he just grew up real quick. You yeah. know, like as far as like he was just very independent, very yeah. like, you know. He's always been that way. He still is to this day the most independent, I feel like, out of all of us. Like he's just yeah, like for sure. That's just his his nature. Yeah. I can I have a, like a core memory of my dad being out in the backyard around late fall, early winter time. And he had set up this uh, archery bag. Um it was like in the shape of a raccoon. And he was just out there pra- practicing, you know, his hunting, you know, archery. He he uh, I don't know if you call it ar- archery when you're hunting, but you know, bow and arrow. Right. And, <laughs> I don't and, do it to kill. I do it for sport. I do it for the sport. Yeah. And my brother and I, we just walked back there and, you know, watched him shoot his bow and arrow. And it's like, I don't feel like I could do that now. I feel like I would be scared to death that my kids would just like run out in front of me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm shooting the arrow. <laughs> kids are dumb enough to do that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just like my dad had hobbies and he was able to do it. And yeah, I don't, I don't know why we can't do that. What have well, we done? to be fair, you and I, if we had the choice to have a hobby, I don't think we would take it. <laughs> you know, I mean that that you know what yeah. I mean, like because I don't think you and I know how to chill. How to chill? Right? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Our our like, hobby is we, work. We, well, it is. I, I've said this a hundred times before, but it's like I. You know, I I've worked in offices with people for over a decade, and it really felt like I was the only one who went home and just kept working because I was doing my own thing, and that's really how I was able to become a full time freelancer. Is because all those years I was sustained financially by a day job, 
But when I got off work and on the weekends, and this is before marriage to some degree, and then before kids especially, it was like, all right, I'm drawing every night. I'm drawing every weekend. I'm going to figure this out. I mean, I sucked bad. I was <laughs> I was bad. And I'm not great now, but I, I would say I'm good enough. You know, I'm good enough to, you know, provide. Um, yeah. But I was real bad. And I was just like, I, I'm tired of being bad. Like, I'm really going to work. And so for 10 years, I just, it was nonstop grind, grind, grind. And luckily enough, by the time Lydia was born, I was able to, to go freelance. And that wasn't smooth for a good two years. But I say that as like, I always felt like I needed to be doing that. And so I didn't really come up with hobbies. Um, and now like, it's, I'm like, I'm like so far gone where it's like, I really don't know how to just <laughs> chill. And here's, what's funny people, you know, I can say, Oh, we got your music at night. I'm like, yeah, I do. And it's not every night though. Yeah. And it's not as simple as just hitting the play button on your phone. There's still a whole act and ritual to this <laughs> thing. That's just like, you know, I will, uh, you can only hear so much music on one side of a record before you're getting up and doing the next thing to flip it over and get it ready to yeah. go on the next side. It, it's almost like, yep. Yeah, well, I have my 15 minutes of sitting. <laughs> got to get up, you know, <laughs> it's like, you know, and then even like just all the stuff that goes with that. It's not a chill hobby. It can mm-hmm. be, but it's 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 still not as just dead as like like or relaxed as like hitting the button on a remote. Yeah. Or, you know, letting letting something do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, even then, I still feel a little guilty where I'm like, you know, I haven't had too much work lately. If I mm-hmm. make some new art or, you know, maybe I just do a little more research and find people. To, to give me more work then you know, that's yeah. what I should be doing but yeah oh it's it's that guilt that that gets you and it's it's totally self-imposed like I'll I've been teaching myself 3d printing and it's something that for the most part when I set something to a print it takes hours to do and I can kind of leave it alone but when I'm trying to figure out what I need to do to set up the printer get the file loaded and so I kind of need to concentrate on it and I I need to not have you know, little kids running around me. So I'll try and like sneak upstairs and do a little bit of that. And, and I will, I'll feel guilty. I'm like, you know, I've only spent 17 hours with the children today. I, sh- I should really be down there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> engaging with them <laughs> before they go to bed. Um, but yeah, there's this, there's this weird parental guilt that I think a lot of parents have. I don't know where it comes from. Yeah, I don't. I, it, it's weird. I, like I said, it, it's hard for me to tell my kid no just because of just like, you know, she's a little girl. Like, yeah. you know, I feel like you just you kind of give them whatever they need. <laughs> so it's I, like, I do. I do want to go back real quick and say you were not bad back then. It's just you. Oh, see no, the, I was. You just see the growth. <laughs> Like, because I, I, I looked back, uh, I was revisiting that nine to five warriors comic book after we were talking about it last episode. And I was like, holy crap, he paid me for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I that I will say that is part of the nature of that where it's like I will look at stuff that I did earlier this year. I'm like, what the frick was I think? You know what I mean? <laughs> but in reality, it's like, no, it is. It's pass. Like it's passable. It's it's beyond passable. Like this is yeah. enjoyed by people. They they think it's good. They like it. You're always yeah. gonna be like your worst. But I think that's why 
I think it's kind of a good thing because you continue working and you feel like you have something to better yourself at. But I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, I was heavily in my, my Ed Ed Nettie super exaggerated phase. And I was just like, whew, there was no (laughs) form to these figures. at all. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great little comic though. I, 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 I was looking at it again recently. I'm like, this is really fun. Yeah. I've I've often thought of maybe offering like if hey if you want me to redo this but then I think that's a lot of work. <laughs> Why like am I doing that? <laughs> doing another book right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I do I want I do want to talk. I mean, this is obviously a Christmas episode. I know we kind of went off in careers and family, but I guess that's kind of what you get when we both have our lives constantly in those (laughs) in those bags if you will yeah but we are here to talk about christmas and we're here to have a little christmas fun i love it so yeah it's the week of christmas i should say it's the 20th as we record this so we're only five days away and i haven't (laughs) wrapped a single gift i'm sure that might stress some of you out but i have start today well heather has wrapped all of the presents that need to be wrapped I just haven't wrapped any of her presents and it's really like, I need to do it today, I think, or I won't have time to do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, uh, I need to do that. Need to start that today. I, Christmas is so soon, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm glad like we're staying here at the house, but then we're traveling to visit family the day after that's going to be a little hectic, but at least we can have, have it in our own house. (laughs) It'll be fun. Yeah. But uh, I have created a little game, Mike. Okay. And that is what today's episode is going to center around. So I was thinking, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. I think everyone will get a kick out of this. If you have kids in the room, it's it's a little adult-ish. <laughs> oh, no. So just be aware. But I was thinking, uh, we started doing, we've always done Christmas with my dad's side of the family to some degree. Like always a Christmas gathering of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we started doing him, uh, at my grandfather's house, you know, last four or five years he was around and, uh, we, we started doing something. I know that everyone was older, you know, as kids, we started doing like a white elephant, dirty Santa sort of deal. And, uh, and it was actually pretty fun for the most part. Um, uh, I, I just, I, I hate when the, the gifts are all crappy, you know, like there <laughs> needs to be, there needs to be one gift that people like just kind of brings that selfishness out of them. Like, cause yeah. that's what makes it, that's, cause if nobody's wanting to swap or trade or be disappointed, I'm like, well, then what are we doing here? You right. know what I mean? Like we're just trading crap. Right. So it's like, you got to have that thing that like, you know, or at least a couple of things even. Mm-hmm. Where you're really like, oh, I would rather have that, and I could really upset <laughs> my sister right now, or you know, <laughs> piss off my uncle, whatever. Um, but this isn't really about that. This is just about the present my grandmother got, mm-hmm. and she, my grandma, rest in peace, sweet little old woman. Uh, she saw this gift that was quite large, um in the pile and she literally it was her time to go she was an early early drawer and she's like oh i'm going for the biggest gift well my uncle being the slight pervert that he is thought it would be hilarious it's always the uncle too right Mm -hmm. 
um, to buy a large inflatable penis. Like a very large, like think oh, Weeble size, like the Bozo Weeble God. boxing thing. <laughs> and he he blew it up and then wrapped it so it would be very large. Oh my God. So it wasn't like somebody opened the box and it was all in the package. No, it was it was it was blown up and ready to go. And that's what my grandma drew. And she and I'll never forget the look on her face. <laughs> she, you know, I used to I used to always try to buy my grandma gifts and my mom would be like, Well, this is what she likes. She likes blankets, slippers, <laughs> chocolates, and Christian romance novels. Which I did not know that was a thing, but that sounds very contradicting. <laughs> it's like I mean, how steamy could that could those books be? Is like, well, there was a little peck on the cheek, and then they went to church the next day. I mean, br- I don't know. He brushed his hand against her puffed, shoulder-padded shoulders, <laughs> yeah. caressed said, her turtleneck-covered neck. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tease. Like, oh, are they gonna wait? No, they're just gonna pray for the food. Um, <laughs> But anyway, the look on her face when she opened that, and she was such a good sport about it. Like, I really thought, like, oh, you've gone too far, Mike. (laughs) And, yeah, his name, that was my Uncle Mike. Oh, no. Always Uncle Mike's. Mike's, you don't trust Mike's. (laughs) But the look on her face was just priceless. It was horrified, yet hilarious. She had a good sense of humor, and she and she gets that thing and she like when she finally pulled it out of the bag and we're all having a laugh and and she goes and smacks him with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. I was I was thinking about white elephants and the gifts. I was like, we should do that on this show. And I was like, but we can't really do that because, <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm the one with all the presents here. The the. <laughs> The topics, if you will. But I have wrote down just some basic qu- Christmas questions. These aren't going to be... Well, they're not going to be sexy, for one. Um, <laughs> Ain't no naughty. inflatable penises. Yeah, there's no inflatable weenies over here. Um, <laughs> but I did write down some basic Christmas questions. I put them on the back of these uh, pieces of paper. I don't know what's what. I've just mm-hmm. numbered the backs of them after mixing them up. Okay. And they're all cut the same size too. So I really I really don't know. I'm trusting you. <laughs> yep. You should. We're going to and I think I'm just going to let you pick the numbers since I kind of created the questions. Like I kind of okay. have an idea of how I could answer most of these. Right. Um so I'm going to let you do all the picking. Okay. Um and we're going to choose 5 cuz I think okay. we don't have time for 10, but you know, cuz we're both going to expand upon these. Okay. So, I want you to pick a number, one between 1 and 10. Okay, we're going to go with my lucky seven, old John Elway. Hey, I don't want to talk about football right now. I'm very depressed about football. Very depressed. (laughs) I have no idea what's going on. Oh, my gosh. We'll get into it because it's almost Super Bowl time, but I will have some things to say. (laughs) Might use some very choice words. (laughs) All right, this is a... I, I'm going to say this about all of them. This is a fun one. Uh, f- favorite gift you received as a kid? Oh, uh, it was... Okay, so one year, I was huge into gargoyles. Um, did you ever have any of the gargoyle... Disney's gargoyle toys? 
I didn't. I watched the cartoon though. Yeah. And played the video game. I was slightly obsessed with that show. Like I, I made my own gargoyles costume one year for Halloween. Um, I had as many action figures as you could possibly want from the show. Um, I even went so far as to, I, I created like a template um, with construction paper where I would cut out the body, cut out some wings and a tail. And I had enough paper gargoyles to line my entire room. Uh, oh my gosh with with <laughs> with gargoyles um so yeah i i had an uh, i had an obsession with gargoyles and i really wanted the colossal <clears throat> goliath and what it essentially was was like i think it might have been 12 inches it might have been even a little bit bigger than that but it was a 12 inch or bigger uh goliath toy and it was huge um i loved that's it that's awesome it was it was probably one of the because it was one of those things that i remember coveting like i would go to the store and um like i would talk to it and i'd be like i i there was only like one other toy that i could think of that i did that with and it was a jurassic park um t-rex toy but i would i would I'd, i would go and i would talk to it and I'd be like you're gonna be mine and uh, <laughs> <laughs> you come and with me but i didn't have to because santa santa gave them to me Oh man, that's awesome! And then um, several months later, I wound up burying him in the front yard of our house, and he's probably still there to this day. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. I was a weird kid, and I didn't take care of my toys, and <laughs> I buried it, and I never unearthed him, and so he's probably still in that yard. I would love for you to go back there. I really him. would want to. Like, I don't know if there's like a equivalent of a metal detector, but for plastic. And I just kind of want to like <laughs> go over that area. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, that, is, my... that is bizarre. That that was a good story until you buried him. I was like, what the <laughs> frick, man? Weird, weird ass kid. <laughs> I was like, I love you so much. I must bury you. <laughs> yeah, it freaks Heather out too. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> That's hilarious. What about you? Uh, Okay, so I've thought about this. And I, if I'm being like honest, honest, honest it is, it's, it's a pretty easy question. But it's kind of an obvious one if you've listened to the show long enough. And because I've, I've mentioned this, even this last episode we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was the Super Nintendo. I mean, mm-hmm. it it blew my mind because um, I had wanted it so bad. Like it was, it was my Red Rider BB gun, where mm-hmm. all my buddies had the Super Nintendo. So I mean, I would play it at their house, and I was just like, oh, I just I coveted it so much. Like it was just something I really really wanted. And I was just blown away, was not expecting it. My parents really just were kind of like, hey, you don't, do you really need this? Because, you, you know, Keaton's got one. Keaton. <laughs> Goddamn Keaton. <laughs> My real best friend. <laughs> Let's bring him up right before Christmas, ruin the whole mood. <laughs> the holidays Won't be an good. episode without Keaton. Oh my gosh! Or Eric and Zach—they all had it. And Ooh, yeah, Sean, just keep they piling all... them on. Let's talk about. I, know, all I had them. a lot of. Friends I don't bring up my... any of my old friends. <laughs> <laughs> I take comfort in this. You are literally like my only friend. So yeah. it is. You win! Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> all my past lovers have moved on in life. It's probably because you uh, wouldn't stop talking about Keaton. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm gonna say that, but I, I have to I 
to refrain from talking about the same thing over and over because I, I, I worried about that when making these questions. There is another <laughs> gift that I was very excited about and I've thought a lot about lately. Uh, I think it was, I want to say 97, maybe 98. Can't remember the, it was around that time. So I, I was in middle school, but um, I had wanted a CD really bad. And mm-hmm. it's kind of funny because like, you know, I didn't have a job as a middle schooler. Um, I, I mean, I mowed lawns in the summer, but this is Christmas time. I ain't mowing lawns. <laughs> and um, so I, I needed the CD really bad. But I, I wanted the uh, the MXPX CD called Let It Happen. Mm-hmm. And it was so exciting because at the time, it, it wasn't like a new record it, or a new album. It was in between album cycles, but it was a, a package of like, a compilation of all their b-sides and rarities so back in the day especially in punk rock music you would come out with seven inch singles like seven inch records and even at the time in the 90s that was kind of novelty like it was kind of like you know the only way you would hear some of these songs is if you had a record player well in the Mm -hmm. 90s a lot of people didn't it was cds and so it was a really cool way to get these songs. And there was like 32 songs. And some of them, half of them were off of like seven inch records that came out earlier in their career or in between albums. And then another, uh, the other half of the songs was like from, were like demos. Mm-hmm. And you know, like when you're a super fan of a band, that's the stuff you get nerdy about. You're like, oh, I would love to hear the alternate version of Do Your Feet Hurt or Move to Bremerton, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, oh, like, I don't I, I don't I've never heard this song because it was on a seven inch single that you you don't you don't find those at record stores even like it was just like it was so, it was so kind of independent and underground like you just really had to. So this was like the 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 holy grail at the moment was like i'm gonna hear music from my favorite band of all time that i've never heard before mm-hmm. like that's exciting especially when you don't have spotify or the internet back then like yeah. you're just like it was almost unfathomable you know what i mean yeah and the booklet inside was huge it had like all these old photos from like when they first started and some of their first shows and promos and i was just like as a kid and i don't know if you were this way but like the music i listened to really informed i feel like my worldview as far as like oh this is this is cool how you dress like i heard this on a podcast the other day but like back in the day you probably didn't know what most of your band your favorite bands looked like because they weren't on instagram they weren't on you know uh, they weren't on the internet like you really like if you saw them you, it was rare unless their album you know, or their faces was on the cover of the album mm-hmm. but like getting little glimpse of like oh man those jeans are really cool or the way they have holes in them or like the necklaces and the chain wallets and the spikes whatever you're just like they're my favorite band i gotta look like them <laughs> you know i'm gonna wear my hoodie this way i'm gonna wear my necklace this way whatever mm-hmm. so it was like i mean it was a treat and I got it, and the artwork was really cool. So I was just super excited. I got it for Christmas, and I remember as soon as we were done opening gifts, that is all I did. I put that CD on, I laid on the floor, had that booklet, and I was just pouring over the photos and the lyrics and the thank yous. And like, mm-hmm. I felt like, and this is a band I had loved for a long time already. It felt like I was like finding undiscovered treasure because, again, 
songs I never heard, rarities, demo versions, book of like, you know, because you don't have Instagram that you can just scroll through and get all this information. I'm like, I'm seeing photos of them playing at in Japan and at record stores and all this, you know, underground stuff. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It, it was like my favorite gift. Like it was just such a big deal. And it still has so many big memories for me. And it's still one of my favorite things to go back and listen to. Yeah. I love that. I love the magic of that. Like not even like the specificity of that gift in general, but it's like, I, I feel like that's kind of like the thing that's missing from Christmas as an adult is like finding, like you, you might get a lot of practical things uh, for Christmas yeah. as an adult, but there's not really that one thing that you're just kind of like, Oh, okay. This is what I'm spending the rest of Christmas day doing. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and that was rare as like, let's say a tween at the time. I think I was probably 11 or 12. I know I wasn't, I probably wasn't 13 yet. Um, mm-hmm. But like, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, okay, I got my my video game or my board game or my toy. So I'm going to play with it all day. Yeah. At that point, it was kind of like, you know, yeah, cool. I got some new jeans or I got, you know, I, I still would get video games from time to time. But um, like to still have something at that age to be really deeply invested in and excited about and still be at that dependency of like, well, I don't have any money. There's no way I could buy this $17 CD or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was really cool. Yeah. I love that. All right. Another number. Uh, Let's go with number three. Number three. What we got here? Ooh, I I don't know if I know this one uh, for you, but your favorite Christmas movie. And let's let's do top let's do top three, but number one spot being the the actual number one. Okay, um, I, it's not really a movie, but it's like the one thing that I have to watch every year, and that's the Charlie Brown Christmas. It's kind of a movie. It's I would like a special. That. Yeah. yeah, it is for sure. Um, yeah, that's my number. One. We actually watched it last, not last night, but the night before. Uh, we watched it Sunday night, and um, it's like it's not Christmas unless I watch that, and it's like the one thing that I have to watch every Christmas. Yeah, I. That's how I feel with the Great Pumpkin for Halloween. I'm like, this is this is everything for for Halloween. Like, if that's the only thing I watch. It, and usually Garfield, <laughs> it's a close tie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want all my three now, or? Yeah, hit me. Okay. Um. So Christmas Vacation is my second one. Mm, so good. And then it used to be a uh, Christmas Story that used to be in my top uh, rotation, but I haven't watched that in so many years. Um. So I guess don't. I don't want to start any arguments, but it's probably Die Hard. <laughs> I've never seen Die Hard. I, really? I, like, I totally do not understand the correlation between that and being like the official, unofficial Christmas movie, rather. Well, <laughs> so it all happens like the the movie opens at a company Christmas party. So it's technically happening on Christmas or around Christmas. And so like yeah. there's Christmas imagery around. But yeah, other than that, it's not really have anything to do with Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, that's but so that's funny. that's the only time of year that we really watch it, and I just I, I hadn't seen it with it uh, until um, a few years ago. My wife Heather um, actually is who recommended that we watch it, and uh, it's kind of become like a, a new thing that we watch every year. Is it a good movie? Oh yeah, I love it. 
It's great. Wow. It's Man, it's just one it. of those great. I can't remember if it's late 80s or early 90s. I think it's 90s, but I don't know. It's just one of those great like just it would have been a great popcorn movie, you know. Just kind of yeah. turn your brain off and have fun. Hmm. I'll have to check it out. I don't it'd be it definitely be one of those things where I'd have to watch it on my own. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I do not watch movies hardly ever. <laughs> but I mean at least I mean I don't watch that many. Uh, but by myself, that's pretty rare. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's sure. just because every time, like, my wife would probably be like, "Wait, you're watching a movie? You don't watch movies with me?" You know. <laughs> so I was like, "All right, all right, chill, chill." Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Um, I think for me, my favorite Christmas movie. I, I have to say it's 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 definitely Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's in my top five favorite movies of all time and it mm-hmm. is a Christmas movie, but home alone for sure. Uh, I really, really love white Christmas. Oh yeah. That's on. Oh Netflix, my goodness. I think right now it is. Yeah. Um, I, I adore that movie. It's a little, and the more I watch it as I'm older, it's a little strange. Um, <laughs> I've never seen it mainly because, uh, being Crosby, and I think it's his name's Danny Kay. They just seem so much older in appearance than the mm-hmm. two girls that they're kind of romancing in the movie. Mm. But I know that was also kind of common back then too. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, my grandma and grandpa on my mom's side were ten years apart. Mine were twenty. There you go. See, I yeah. mean, and this movie being made, this movie takes place around World War Two, I believe. Yeah. Uh, for someone who loves this movie, I sure don't know how a, a lot about it. <laughs> but here's what I do, and here's what I do love about it. For one, I'm a big Bean Crosby fan. I love his voice. I mm-hmm. I think he's an incredible singer from his time. Um, I still enjoy him. Again, I'm 85 years old, as everybody knows. <laughs> I'm probably going on 100 now. But I I love his singing. Um, I also love musicals. <laughs> yeah. And here's the thing: I don't like I don't. I, I say I don't like new musicals. I probably would. But being the old person I am, I just kind of stick to the classics. Like, I love Singing in the Rain. Mm-hmm. My Fair Lady. Um, I love, uh, obviously, Holiday Inn, White Christmas, stuff like that. I, I like the old-timey stuff. And so, like, I love the excitement of them going to Vermont and dreaming about snow and the song they sing on the train and and then they get there and it's hot it's not really snowing and like the the lodge is kind of going under and so they're trying to resurrect it by doing some christmas pageantry stuff mm-hmm. so anyway i just i love the dancing i love the singing it's a beautifully shot movie it's very heartwarming um so again i can kind of overlook maybe the age gap a bit but like you know they're all adults it's not like yeah. they're like creeping on some you know, <laughs> underage stuff or <laughs> right. whatever, but it is kind of funny just because I, if I watch it in today's context, I'm kind of like, oh man, I wonder how many people would, you know, think like, oh, that's creepy, but yeah, you know, people also just looked older back then. I watched they a YouTube did. video of how like they were breaking down the cast of Cheers and you know, Danny DeVito's wife, yeah. she was like early thirties in that show. She looks like she's like 45. Right? I do. I saw the age and like, you know, like they're all in their thirties for them. I think what, like maybe two people are like 40. Yeah. And I'm not saying like 40 something, but just 40, which I'm two years away from. Right. And I'm just kind of like, Oh wow. I feel yeah. really good about myself right now. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Oh yeah. I, I want to hear your third one, but you, you, you've reminded me something that I'll come back to. 
yeah uh let's see my third one would probably be uh christmas story oh yeah i, yeah. I love a christmas story yeah it is um, ha, are, are well i neither of us have hbo max i was gonna ask if you were gonna watch the the new one i've heard it's really good i'm gonna <laughs> watch it when i go to my parents house because they yeah. have it and that's kind of the plan that's one of the movies we're watching so yeah. i'm super super excited i heard they did a really good job with i heard like, they did too which yeah I'm like I'm like okay cool like because they did do they did do a sequel ish mm-hmm. movie it was like a, a summer few years thing, ago though. well I can't remember because there's a sequel to um, Christmas Vacation where um, the guy uh, gosh I'm forgetting his name Chevy Chase um, not Chevy Chase but the the, the brother in law. Um, Oh, the annoying guy, cousin Eddie, cousin Eddie. It's all about him. Oh, okay. um, but there was a, a some sort of sequel to a Christmas story. And I remember it not being very good. I remember mm-hmm. Brett and I rented it. Um, <laughs> we rented it. We had we sent off for it the yeah. digital video disc through yeah. Netflix back when they did that. <laughs> that yeah. was always fun. <laughs> but yeah, I love the original. My sister. So I saw it for the very first time uh, in middle school. So about the time I got that MXPX CD, mm-hmm. um, my our art teacher showed it to us in, in class, and I thought, "Oh my gosh, this movie is amazing!" Yep. And uh, I found out that 1997 is the year they started doing the all-day marathon of that show. Um, shout out to Dinosaur Dracula's account for bringing that to light. Um, but. Uh, I remember watching it that Christmas too, like on the marathon. I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever all day. Heck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I still watch it just about every year. And I always have good memories of my sister and I watching it. And we quote it all the time. Like home alone and a Christmas story, her and I quote like in regular conversation. Like it is, it is, we used to, the two of us were pretty close. So we always watched Christmas movies together just as like on Christmas break. That's what we would do. We would wake up stupid early (laughs) for practice. Practice of Christmas, and we would yep. just go upstairs and watch Christmas movies and drink hot chocolate at like five in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the reason that I don't watch it anymore. Was because I would just I'd wake up so early and just watch it on loop, and then it'd be on all day, all the way up until <laughs> night. And it's like it started the night after Thanksgiving, and just you just never stopped watching that movie. On the subject matter, though, I, I it's hard because like I I just named you top three, but like I mean. There's a lot I really like. Like I think Elf is amazing. I watch that every year. Elf's a mm-hmm. wonderful movie. Um, Christmas Vacation's great. Um, but I feel like it kind of caps at some point. Like there's not a lot of Christmas movies in the last fifteen or even twenty years that I'm like, with the exception of Elf, and I'm like, this is awesome. Like, you know, right? I don't feel like there's like I I I think there was one. Was it Noel? That was on Disney Plus that had Anna Kendrick in it. No, I have no idea. It was decent. I enjoyed yeah. it. I've watched it a couple of times and it, it was cute. And Oh, and I do love the Santa Claus, the the, the first Santa yes, Claus with yeah. Tim Allen. Have That's you watched the show? Not yet. I've heard it's good. We let our Disney Plus expire and um you we have just have kids how do you do that i know well we we weren't <laughs> really watching it and then like the some of the things that we had watched we, d- we just didn't enjoy and it's like eh. yeah and so 
we haven't, but now it's like, I really kind of want to get it back. Cause I want to watch the, the Santa Claus show. I've heard it's really uh, yeah. pretty good. Um, and I, I do love the original Santa Claus, but we have oh, it. I mean, we own favorites. it. So yeah, we watched that the other night a little bit. Um, but actually the thing that I was going to mention was you reminded me, I was almost going to swap out my diehard pick for, um, it's a wonderful life. Um, oh yeah dude that's a wonderful movie (laughs) i i tend to forget about it because i don't watch it every year because it's so long yeah but i remember i used to for no reason hate that movie like i never wanted to watch it uh because i always thought of george bailey as like this really unlikable person i'm like why do i want to watch a four-hour movie of this guy that everybody Some hates jerks. yeah <laughs> and it's because the only parts of the movie that i'd seen it was when he would kind of act terribly or he was you know in the rough patches of his life yeah like he was and, yelling at the wife and yeah and so it was like i didn't understand that the whole movie is about actually how good of a person he is yeah and and uh you know how everybody comes to help him at the end and Dude, that and movie so, hits different when you're older. I mean, the dude oh, just yeah. about ended his life in the movie. Yeah. You're just like, holy crap, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it, it's, he- it's heavier than you think, but it's also very heartwarming, too. Yeah. Heather was the same way as me. Like, she had no interest in watching it. And I was kind of like, no, I, I felt the same way you did. Just give it a chance. And now we both really love it. But again, it's such a time commitment that yeah. we, we don't just put it on. Like, if it's on... Or we need something in the background. It might we might put it on, or like we go over to yeah. my parents on Christmas Eve, we might put it on. But yeah, it's it's not something we just watch every year. It's it's been a while since I've seen it for the same reason. But I might even go out on a limb and say it might be a perfect movie because even though it's long, I think it is so necessary mm-hmm. that it is. So you because you're getting the grand scope, yeah, of this guy's life and talk about character development. Yeah, I mean. You're seeing the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and like the struggles with like even like within his family members, like his brother who lost his hearing and all this yep. stuff. And, you know, even just some of the traumas he had and then like the, the the trying to get things going as an adult and building the business. I mean, it's just like it's overwhelming, but it's like it's paced so well to where it's not like a full on gut punch for four hours. You know, there's a lot of joy in the movie. There's a lot of like good romance, just like innocent, sweet stuff. Like it, it's a really good movie. Like I, I like, I look back on it as an adult now. I'm like, damn, that's a good one. I can remember the last time I watched it. Um, he was, it was during that scene where he was like doing something where they were, I can't remember what happened, but the people were trying to get their money. Like they needed like, yeah. how much money do you need just to get by? And, and one lady was just like, I just need $12 and 50 cents. And he like gives her a kiss on the cheek or something like, and, yeah. <laughs> but, but I like Googled what, how much is $12 and 50 cents back then compared to today. And it was yeah. like, she was actually asking for like 250 bucks back. That's then. insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, don't we all just need 250 bucks right now? <laughs> that will put yeah. gas in my tank and buy um, a couple of days of groceries. <laughs> yeah. All right, pick another number. Um, Let's go with number one. Number one. All right. <laughs> Worst gift. Worst gift. Oh no. Um... 
It ha- oh, it, I always would get like boxer shorts or you know clothes <laughs> and socks and yeah. stuff like that. I stuff can't that's think awesome as an adult. Like I yeah. love getting socks and fresh boxers as an adult. I can't think of like a, a toy or anything that I got that I just didn't like. Um, I did tell this story once before of like I was really into the Lion King and my dad, uh, like went to the dollar store one Christmas and got an actual lion with a crown on it and gave it to me as a Lion King toy. And I'm sure at the time I was just like, dad, what the hell <laughs> like, was so unappreciative. I probably gave him such a hard time for it, but I don't know. I know that sometimes my family went through rough patches and tried very hard to not let us know. So I bet that was probably the, the yeah. circumstance under that one where like it was probably all that they could afford at the time. And, uh, and so I always, I look back on that with a little bit of shame, but <laughs> with a lot of fondness <laughs> too. Um, so I'm not saying that that was the worst gift, but I just, I remember that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm with you on the same page. Like it, it, it can be kind of a combination of like, you don't really know like if they understood the assignment or <laughs> if they, <laughs> Um, if times were hard or whatever the case is. But I think too, as a kid, sometimes you're just kind of a little bit of a dick. Like you yeah. just, cause I, I remember like, I, like I said, I've always felt like I had a good Christmas growing up, but I'm sure there was a disappointment where maybe I didn't get something else mm-hmm. I wanted. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't that I got a bad gift, but I was like, oh, I really wanted this other, th-, you know, yeah. and you'll kind of do that as a kid, not really knowing any better or not really know. Well, like, why couldn't you just go get it? Or, you know, right. why couldn't Santa bring it or whatever? He's but, supposed to be real. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, I'm sure there were moments like that. But uh, worst gift I ever got, it's kind of funny. I tease my mom about this all the time because I just, I really <laughs> bless her heart. But also, like, I don't, I don't know who do you think I, I am. <laughs> but uh, this actually happened not that long ago. This was uh, the first Christmas on my own completely on my own so i had graduated college got a year under my belt of a first job actually six months of my first job under my belt and uh and uh i had a back surgery the first mm-hmm. of four that i had and this one out of all the four the first two were very intense recovery time but the first one was like i was bedridden for like three months mm-hmm. um and had to have hospital service um at my house for two months like mm-hmm. every other day it was it was insane i remember but that. yeah it, it sucked uh but i had <laughs> so my heart my mom's heart was in the right place but she thought okay i'll get him a few things so she got me a yoga mat <laughs> which i've never done yoga in my life and i never will <laughs> um she got me a walking dvd um because you don't know how to walk right right uh it's and it's an exercise dvd um i'm gonna say just for women because there was (laughs) several women working moms on the cover some older than working moms and uh the 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 trainer on the video was a woman and the 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 palette the color palette was very pink and it wasn't it wasn't prancer size was it I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> and she got me a lunchbox to start taking the work that 
was like very very girly like it was like <laughs> script and it it was coffee related too but it was like mm, coffee like script writing <laughs> little doodles like weird i mean just i'm like this this to be honest this looks like something you would take to lunch to work you know you <laughs> i wonder if she regifted all of this i know right i'm just like i'm just, i was so convinced like, again like you know she she gave me some some money to get whatever i wanted that was nice she doesn't have to do that but mm-hmm. i was just kind of like opening this stuff and i wasn't like mad or upset but i'm like i don't what is this like, like <laughs> it, it's like the today's memes of like where it's like nobody and then underneath you know you would see like these items and yeah. be like <laughs> What 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 world have I ever <laughs> wanted a yoga mat or a, a DVD on how to walk? I wasn't crippled, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just. But she was like, "Well, you can walk in your house now." I'm like, "Still, what are you talking about?" Why? <laughs> I was just, and I give I give her crap about it every year because it was hilarious and I gave that stuff away man I gave the lunchbox to some girl I worked with or sold it in a garage I don't know like I just got rid of it I was like I don't need this like take it <laughs> this is not meant for me have you seen the meme that's online right now it's like Mel Gibson from like Lethal Weapon but he's like holding a cigarette and he's got like a smile on his face and it says 90s moms watching you open presents on Christmas morning and it's like that's the that's the face that I picture while your mom's watching you open (laughs) these gifts (laughs) oh my gosh well my face was probably very mortified and confused looking All right, that was our third gift. Uh, pick another number. All right, let's go with 10. 10. Here we go. Oh, this will be fun. All Show right. me a heartwarming Christmas commercial. Boy, I've got one for you. All right, hit me up. You'll go first. I was 10 years old that Christmas. That was the time my brother Tom was working in Europe. We hadn't seen him for over a year. Every Christmas, Tom and I used to sing together for the family. I sure missed him. Charlie! Christmas card came here for you. From Tom. Tommy! Mom's coming! Dad, Tom's coming for Christmas. He's coming here. That was the year it really snowed. I waited for Tom, and I waited. Aunt Nell and the rest of the family barely made it through. No sign of Tom. The roads are getting pretty bad. That was the longest day I can remember. Dinner came, and it went. Still no Tom. Look at the present. Yeah. Can I open this one? Open this one. Tom will get here. Sure hope so. Isn't time for some music, Nell? Charlie. I felt very lonely standing there all by myself.
That was a commercial, even though it seemed like a little mini movie. <laughs> I know it was. It was like, it was two, like and two and a half, half minutes. Yeah, God, but man, Tommy, he so came like, in looking like a snack, man. Dude, Tommy like, <laughs> did not have to go that hard. <laughs> Coming in with the white wool turtleneck and the 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 quaff part in his hair and just yeah. that rugged chin. Good night, man. Like eighties Henry Cavill. Ooh, who just, are you trying to impress here? Us, Aunt Nell, all the Hallmark aunts. moms. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, you you told me to find uh, maybe come with a couple commercials prepared for this episode, and I, I was like trying to find some, and like that was going to be my backup pick because I kind of wanted to keep it a little more lighthearted. Because, dude, the first time I saw this, I was tearing up. Oh man! <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> oh jeez! <laughs> like I've told you, ever I don't know if it's turning thirty or having kids, but like I tear up. I don't cry. I, mean, I don't. Your ball, hormones are completely out of whack. But, <laughs> but I tear up and get verklempt much easier than I did when I was younger. And like yeah. when when Tommy walked in and he started singing with them and you see all the faces of the family like Oh, I know dad's about to lose it. I'm like, yeah, no, dad, I was like don't dad hold it together. You're the rock. Yeah. Hold it together. Yeah, I can't I can't do it. I had um but yeah that was that was that was very heartwarming. Uh, that was good man. I it, it it's like the it's the I'll be home for Christmas, mm-hmm. you know, put to put put to motion yep. through the motion, the the, the the miracle motion picture. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I And, you know, this is a late or early 80s, I think. Um, I bet. Yeah. But oh, man, just drool over the aesthetic. And oh, yeah. And here's the thing, man. You could show me show me a heartwarming commercial today. I dare you to find one. They there might don't be one. exist. They don't exist. There's a there's a decent little Coca Cola one that I thought was kind of sweet. You know who actually um, does a really good job is McCormick. I really mm, appreciate the, the meat company. No, the the seasonings. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe I don't know. Um, but any of their seasoning commercials that I've ever seen, it's like you know families cooking around in the kitchen, and they yeah. do a pretty good job of making them look traditionally homey you know nothing i mean i i love and i don't own one but i need to get one but i I want a big cozy sweater and not sweatshirt but like a sweater something that's knitted you know mm-hmm. something i mean everybody in the 80s in these commercials just show up wearing their best i mean they've yeah. got the nice pants and belt and shoes and collared shirt with the sweater over it and the perfectly combed hair and I, it just looks so cold outside, but it's warm mm-hmm. inside. The family. I, let me hit you with mine because we're gonna. Okay. We it's we're gonna be talking, like likewise here. Um. 
It's a world of celebration, joyful yuletide expectation, where peace and love are felt throughout the land. It's an M&M's chocolate candy season, moms and Santas know the reason. The milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hand. All the world loves M&M's, they're pure milk chocolate joy for everyone. M&M's chocolate candies, the milk chocolate melts in your mouth, not in your hand. Why don't people mm. dress like this anymore, Cole? I know it, man. I, I want it. those doily dresses back. Yeah, I'll wear one too. I mean, I will dress my boys in that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, it's just I love that opening scene. Is like, who the frick has a sleigh? Yeah, <laughs> like that's amazing. Somebody, I don't, and maybe they were having a, a joy ride, or maybe that was someone coming into town. Like, yeah, hey, I got my sleigh with the lights on it and the horse. But I mean, and then I love the welcoming. Like the family shows up and the door opens to the house, and everybody mm-hmm. walks in again, dressed to the nines. And, you know, that was probably casual for them. That's not like oh, yeah. we're dressing up. This is like, hey, I just want to wear something relaxed tonight. You know, mm-hmm. just a sweater and this beautiful coat and dress whatever and and then i love the parlor doors open up to the christmas tree in the fireplace like what mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> what a house it's so sad that that is the equivalent of the gray slated huge house in the car commercials for yes, today thank you like it that's is. what that's what they think their modernism yes is what is beheld as like yeah glorious yeah. Not like a well-cleaned home because there's stuff you have to dust and clean and wipe down, right. you know, decor, family photos everywhere, you know, yeah. uh, furniture that is like handcrafted, not from a manufacturer, you know, maybe an yeah. heirloom or some sort. You, and here, uh, we got a little bit of mix and match at our house. You know, I, I like a good modern look. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. I, I, in fact, I'm probably more modern aesthetic uh, I'm a product of my environment, right? You know, it's <laughs> it is what it is. But I, gosh, yeah. I do drool over those old timey houses, and you know, mm-hmm. and I love, I love this. I just like we're all sitting around wearing sweaters, and I cannot wear long sleeves inside the house. I will die. My wife is cold all the time. It is always a uh-huh. hundred degrees in the house. You will not catch me wearing a sweater. I will, I will, I will suffocate. So, I but I want to wear a sweater indoors, and I want to eat M and M's out of a bowl, not a bag. You know, yeah. <laughs> pour them into a nice serving bowl, you idiot. Let's not eat out of the bag like a bunch of heathens. Give Put me a the little candy in the serving bowl. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's class it up a bit. I mean, it felt like M and M's was a candy that was just like rich. Oh man, rich folks eat M and M's. We didn't get these at a gas station. Well, they say that the 80s and maybe the 90s was like the age of excess, I guess. So it's like, I guess, Mm. you know, people had money. It wasn't like depression era or anything like that. So it's like people had excess money to spend on things. So it's like, how do you get people to buy your little your little candy? You make it seem like it's the most important thing the most oh, high yeah. class thing in the entire world. You know, it felt like if you were saw this commercial and you were making your list of things to pick up for the holidays, like you were not going to forget that bag of M&Ms. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's a that is a classy dinner snack. Yep. Oh, everybody yeah. can enjoy like maybe a pre the, a pre meal snack or or cook yeah. dessert by the fire. It could go either way. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's in that serving bowl and everyone can take a handful and nobody's worried about COVID or things like that. You oh know. yeah, it's wonderful times. <laughs> <laughs> I love the decorations too, like the, the oh, garland yeah. on the on the staircase. Like I, yes. I try and do that in our house. Uh, yeah, cl- class it up a bit. Um, I love that. Yeah. Did you guys decorate your house this year? Oh yeah, all? man, it's nice. Out, like outside? No, okay. <laughs> not a thing. I, I just like... threw the pumpkins and the hay stalks out of the backyard uh-huh. a couple of days ago. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I don't know what got into me but i just like muscled through it one day uh heather was at work and the boys were all at school and i was just like you know what i'm just gonna do it and i went outside and um it actually came together really easily and surprisingly well so like what we what we do is we string up um a strand of icicle lights and then overlay that with a strand of like the multicolor big bulb lights and it's it creates this really cool effect we saw it on a house in our old neighborhood and we said once we move into our new house we're gonna we're gonna start doing that we did and we actually really enjoy the effect that it gives uh but then we've got some like strand lights wrapped around the the posts um on our porch some lights in our bushes and then some um what do they call them uh they're like the big plastic like we've got a santa and a gingerbread man and a and a snowman oh man you have to send me some photos that night yeah i'll take some i am going to and i promised lydia this i said you know because she was bummed we didn't decorate outside but you know we don't have anything (laughs) and i told her i said look here's the deal i said next year i promise and we will not buy any halloween stuff and the second they put Christmas stuff out. We'll just go shopping immediately. Yeah. Because for one, there's no such thing as markdown outdoor Christmas decorations because yeah. they're never they never last long enough on the shelves um, to be marked down. So it's like, and if you wait until even Thanksgiving, you're probably not going to find a lot. So it's like, I'm going to go Christmas shopping in October. That's going to hurt a little bit, but I'm going to be buying our Christmas decorations then, and we're gonna I'm going to do it up real yeah. good. You'll get the pick of the litter. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, we were really bummed this year because uh, because of the drought. We have this. We have a very large evergreen tree in our front yard that we were super excited about because the first couple of years that we lived here, we decorated it like a oh, gigantic yeah. Christmas tree, and but it died this year because oh, of no. the drought. And it's I mean, there's no needles left on it at all. It's the biggest uh, eyesore in our yard. We were kind of hoping it might come back, um, but I don't think it's going to. Yeah, um, we'll just have to wait mm. and see what happens next year, and then chop it down and get a new one, maybe. Yeah. Shoot. Hate to hear that. Yeah. All right. Last gift under the tree are you gonna go for the big one are you gonna go for something small i'm going right smack in the center let's go with five five ah here we go oh good i was hoping we'd pick this one (laughs) favorite tradition of the past i hesitate to call this a tradition because we don't do it anymore but my fondest memories were the Anderson side of the family getting together on Christmas. Mm. Um, we don't do it anymore because um, really once my grandma passed, we uh, we kind of tried to keep doing it at my aunt's house. 
And then it's just like the more people that came into our family from marriages and kids and stuff like that, we just like it, it got too hard to do. So now we do Christmas in July, which I hate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's like I had I have such good memories of getting together. We would do it like on Christmas Eve or um, I know we did it Christmas Eve several times because we would. Uh, turn it to the news and watch the Santa tracker. Um, that's, that's how we knew, that's how we knew it was time to go home when when it was getting closer to us. Um, <clears throat> but we uh, uh, but yeah, I just remember we would uh, we we started doing Dirty Santa um, later on in life, but earlier on we would draw names and like everybody would get uh, it was usually the adults. They would draw the name of a kid. And um, they would have to buy a present for that kid. And so now it's like if you're a grandparent, you buy a present for an, maybe your grandkid or um, another another kid. Because there's so few little kids in our family now that now we just play Dirty Santa. And that's what all the adults do. And that it, yeah. that's always kind of fun. Um, we uh, This is during the Christmas in July. Like I said, we don't do it during december anymore but um it's like 90 percent of the presents are some form of alcohol Uh, (laughs) and so like i usually try and bring something that um people might want but i also try and make it funny too because none of them are funny they're all alcohol yeah and um so like last year i got a uh an oil burner but then i instead of buying oil that you could burn i put motor oil in it and um not not in the fuse but in the in the in the bag so they got they got an oil burner and some uh motor oil, motor oil. but then That's funny. as luck would happen i wound up with the gift because you can oh, steal no. three you can steal three times and it was like just by just by happenstance i wound up with the gift and i was like i knew this gift gift would bite me in the ass and <laughs> <laughs> i threw a big fit but um i can just remember it, it was it was like as big as we did thanksgiving um it, it was all the adults and aunts and uncles and we would eat a meal we would open presents and you know we wouldn't like sit around and sing christmas carols or anything like that but it was just fun to kind of be with each other yeah uh, and it was usually at night so um you kind of had that you know magical christmas feel and yeah. uh and i don't know i just i that i even though we don't do it anymore and it's been several several years since we did it it was my favorite tradition as a kid and and really what i kind of gauge what we do now on yeah that's awesome yeah yeah i think i think my favorite i it, it sounds crazy uh, but christmas eve was actually always my favorite mm-hmm. like that was just like it was just and and part of that is the anticipation of what the next day could bring but yeah. um i we we kept busy on christmas eve to enough to kind of curb some of that excitement but like chris like so christmas eve during the day was a long day because there was so much to wait for but like yeah um my dad um would always leave the house a little bit earlier around four o'clock because he was a deacon um still is but he would go to the church and set up for the christmas service mm-hmm. and we my mom and siblings and i would meet him there for for the service and my grandma would always be there um and so we'd have the christmas service it was just like you know a short little christmas story message with some candles that we would all light and you know sing a christmas carol and very very sweet like 30 minutes super short at that time though my great-grandmother 
would be, she lived down the street from the church. She would be having her Christmas party. So we were always a little bit late to that, but it was kind of fun because it was in a small apartment and she would have like my, my grandpa would be there and her, uh, his brothers and sisters, you know, um, people like that. And then sometimes I'd have like my dad's, uh, sister and her family would come in, but we would, it was a Christmas party. And I always remember walking in there. She'd have her Christmas tree decorated, She'd have those awesome, that awesome like glass Christmas tree that had the light bulbs you pull in and out and stuff. Mm-hmm. I always remember just being fascinated with seeing that and playing yeah. with it. But I'd love it. Everyone had already had dinner because dinner was at the time the church service started. So when we every year we got there, we would have the table to ourselves to kind of eat like my family while mm-hmm. everyone was like, you know, having coffee and cake or, or dessert pies and talking. But uh, I remember she would have us take off her coat she'd lay him over the bed you know in the guest room and like then we'd eat dinner and and then we would do our christmas gifts so it was like christmas for her and that side of the family but there was you know christmas gifts for us kids that we'd each get like one present and that was just so much fun we'd be there for like two or three hours at night it was such a good way to kind of take your mind off of like you know like when santa coming and all that excitement and then afterwards when everyone would leave we would drive through christmas lane which was on the outside of town and watch see the christmas lights yeah and then go home get ready for bed you know of course there'd be like maybe some like desserts to eat and stuff and then that was when you have to just like all right everyone upstairs while santa claus gets ready you know yeah but i just christmas that was it was that same thing and like tradition like it never deviated. It was always the same thing, and it was always perfect. It was always awesome for like literally eleven years that I can remember. Mm-hmm. And like, I just I, I would give anything to go back and do that again. But it was such yeah. a great tradition. Like it was the longest running tradition in my entire life and family. It was just awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now every year it's completely different. Of course, when um, the reason it stopped is because she, my great grandmother, passed away my senior year of high school. So, you know, mm-hmm. no, no one's house to go to. But um, it was hard for a couple of years after that. But that was also kind of like too, like we were getting older. Like I was, you know, I was a senior in high school at the time. Yeah, you know? it's just yeah. like so those you know, it would never compare to those earlier years but man it was it was always so comforting to know like okay we got the church service and we got the dinner party christmas thing at my grandma great grandma's and then we're seeing the lights and strangely yeah. enough the year the first year without her was also the first year without the christmas lights yeah so it was like a full-on gut punch it's like really yeah. no not even christmas lane yeah. i remember i was working at walmart and i worked that night yeah like you know what i mean yeah. i was like oh geez yeah it's 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 hard when those like pillars of tradition are just kind of taken from you and and you kind of don't know like i think honestly i joked about it last episode but i think that's why i've been holding on to those commercials so much lately because there's something that have not changed you know and you can yeah you, you can see it and experience it and it'll take you back to a certain point in life. And that's why I've like, I asked my mom this year, I was like, are, you know, are we doing an Anderson Thanksgiving or a Christmas get together? And she's like, no, I think those are all, but all but over. And it just, it was like, ugh, cause it's just like, I just, I don't even care if we do presents or a dinner. I just right. want like all of us in the same room around Christmas time, because 
it's I just kind of need that visual and that feeling to you know remember how old things used to be when things were yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you know, we just did the three of us here for Thanksgiving, and it, I enjoyed it. It was nice, but it was also kind of lonely too because there is yeah. just something about like, man, if we if I could just see another face, you know, like yeah. you know whether it was like you know if a friend came into town like because we've done that before we had you know brett had her her best friend came in town one year with her husband i'm like this is nice it's thanksgiving you know but like i'm 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 excited to go visit my family after christmas and just see my sister or my brother Mm -hmm. like i haven't seen them in well since july yeah and before that was last christmas so it's like i'm just ready to see familiar faces you know, just kind of the hustle and bustle that comes from that naturally. And, you know, kind of it gets loud because the kids all play. I mean, I'm just I'm ready for that. Like, I'm yeah. just and I'm going to be there. I'm going to wear the best <clears throat> clothes I can find, you know, <laughs> even if it's not super classy. And I'm just I'm excited to just be there in the moment, soaking it in. And also knowing that Lydia is just going to enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah, because I, I think that's my 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 traditions and all that stuff like they're of the past. But I'm like, I'm going to make sure that Lydia has like an awesome Christmas every year, whether it's and not because of the presence, but like, you know, because like, man, we're seeing family. We're going here, you know, we're, yeah. you know. We took her, we're going to take her to, we're going to go drive around and look at Christmas lights this weekend. I'm super mm-hmm. pumped for that. Like, yeah. we'll go get hot chocolate, we'll get in the car, and we'll just find as many houses as we can to see all mm-hmm. that. Because she just, I mean, I love that she gets stoked about that. Yeah. You know what I love about you t- saying that, like, you're going to go home after Christmas is, like, I love the fact that you're going to, you're going to stay there, right? You're going to stay at yeah, the, your for parents' a couple days. See, I love that because it's, like, when I go visit my parents for Christmas, it's an evening and it's like, we're sure. just trying, we're just trying to cram all the Christmas stuff into that evening. But you, it's like, you're going to do the Christmas stuff, but there's going to be so much other things to experience there too. It's going to be kind of like, I mean, you could almost make a movie out of, yeah. out of <laughs> all the stuff that you might do. like. You probably won't do this, but I imagine you like help your dad put the Christmas lights up outside or oh, something. Oh man, like I that. wish. I would just love some, that. Like, like hey, pops, I know, let me help you put the lights up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, this isn't one of my traditions, but I know that one of my cousins, he married into a family that every year they do a sausage making uh, thing where like the men will go out and hunt throughout the year and like wow. they'll, they'll freeze the meat and then they have this big shed like warehouse looking thing uh, on one of their uh relatives property and they go out there and it is an entire family affair like they all are a part of making these sausage links they will grind up the meat they will stuff the sausage links they will cook them um and then they will package them up and i don't even know what they do with them i don't know if they sell them i don't know if they eat them themselves but it's <laughs> it's just like i'll see pictures of it on facebook and it's like it's such a country tradition christmas tradition yeah. i'm just like oh i would give anything <laughs> to be yeah. a part of that because like you in the pictures you see like the the men are the ones like i'm not trying to separate it by gender roles but it's like usually you yeah. see the women like preparing stuff and the men are the one like you know standing around with beers in their hands and like you know <laughs> talking and then the kids are off all playing on the side and i'm just like oh that's that seems like a Wonderful Christmas tradition. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm technically sort of part of this family. Can I join you all? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would love like that idea of like being able to come in to 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 my parents' house a little bit early and like you know my my mom's a 
crazy person she's decorated since november 1st and she <laughs> and she does a little bit i mean it's her thing like it took her all of november to decorate the house and it is overload and i'm gonna get to enjoy it while i'm there but i'm like it would be i i always love those old-time movies where they're like hey it's christmas eve better go get the christmas tree it's like you haven't done that already yeah you know what i mean like you're gonna and the, even listening to the old songs is like oh it's christmas eve we're gonna cut and trim the tree tonight I'm like tonight yeah, you're gonna do that to like Christmas. Christmas is tomorrow. <laughs> well, know, it's like, we talked about that before. It's like I don't know if it was the fact that Christmas trees didn't last that long back then, true. or like it and they was all they, real. <laughs> they wanted to wait for their family to be there to to trim true. it, and put it up. Yeah, I would love that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, I also do like living with a tree for a while too. Yeah, it just makes it makes the month a little bit easier to to palate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Well, this was a super fun episode. I, for one, even though I'm not physically ready for Christmas to come, I, I in my heart, I am, and I'm very excited. And I, I'm kind of at this point of like, hey, whatever happens, happens. It'll still be good. There's still going to be a lot to be thankful for and enjoy. Um, so I'm pumped, and I, I can't wait to see what it brings because I really... I don't know what to expect, but I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be I, fun. I, I think we're both in the same place. I don't. I don't really know what's going to happen over the next couple couple of days. Yeah. but <laughs> it, it'll it'll be had. It's coming and it'll be fun. <laughs> it will be had. <laughs> it will be had. <laughs> but I hope that all of you all out there are having a wonderful holiday season. Hopefully, you're off work by now. Um, and yeah, enjoy Christmas. Have a good time. Do do something fun. Whatever it is. And uh, I'm looking forward to coming back and talking. I want to, I would love to do like a new year, new me episode or, you know, like a new year episode. I don't know when we'll make it happen. Everybody's schedules are different, but we will be back in January. Yep. Regardless, talking about something, something wild. Uh, Maybe an ode to pizza. I don't know. <laughs> That's not the, the last best thing way. we need to do. Yeah, I know. Not the best way to start off a year because now I'm going to want to eat all the pizza, but it, it's got to happen. I, I feel like talking about pizza soon. But anyway, yeah. Merry Christmas from Mike and I. And happy holidays. S- speaking of, <laughs> I need to order my pizza right now. <laughs> Get it! <laughs> uh, all right. See ya. Bye. Later. I guess that's long enough. This would have been a good show, too.